Hi, everyone. Welcome to Shot Callers, a storied rivals podcast where we sit, sit down and interview high school football coaches in the area in the Muskingum Valley League and in the Licking County League. Today, we're in the LCO with Heath High School, and we have uh, head coach Tim Ward joining the show. Coach Ward, really appreciate you taking the time to join us. And first of all, I want to welcome you back to Storied Rivals because we covered Heath High School football a couple years ago, and now you're back with us. So I'm really excited to be covering the Bulldogs this year. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate you having me. Yes, yeah, been a while. It uh, doesn't seem like too long ago, but I think it was back in like 2014 when you guys were just getting started. So, yeah. Yeah. So what's the remainder of the offseason look like for your team? I know you just had a, a seven on seven at Newark. You also have um, the seven on seven coming up um, Friday against Philo and Coshocton. Do you, do you think your guys are back in a flow now? Because I know you had some guys like once school ended and you getting getting into summer, you had some guys have some extended runs in baseball. Some of them did some travel ball and stuff like that. So are your guys kind of back in a flow now? Um, and have you kind of seen everything that you've wanted to see um, with your guys in these seven? on sevens and scrimmages yeah so uh we've had two seven on sevens so far uh, we went down to oak hill early in july um and we we were actually missing quite a few of our guys um our projected starters that day but that's all right uh because we got a chance to see a lot of our younger guys a lot of the guys um that we might not get the chances to see as much um in our seven on sevens when everybody's there uh so that was kind of good for us actually and then uh, last night we had a seven-on-seven seven at Newark, and most of our guys were back for that. Um, but we were still missing a couple guys, but for the most part they're back. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I want our guys competing. I think uh, summertime, seven-on-sevens, all of that is about building competition, uh, having guys try to compete at the highest level they can. Uh, our high school baseball team was fortunate enough to make it all the way to the state semifinals. Um, cannot congratulate them enough. They put on a tremendous run. Wish they could have got a couple more there. But yeah, that put a little bit of a uh, of a delay into some of them getting here for summer. But again, they were competing. They were competing at the highest level that they can. Um, and and so we were able to catch them up pretty fast. And then we have a lot of guys that play baseball and things. So far, we've seen what we wanted to see out of the summer, and uh, we got another big one, like you said, tomorrow against uh, Philo and Coshocton, um, and then we're ramping up to get into full-time football. So, Yeah, super exciting. So uh, I kind of want to get into your story because your story is like really fascinating. I almost kind of compare it to like NBA legends, kind of like Kobe Bryant and Tim Duncan, Dirk Nowitzki, guys who like spent like their whole careers with like one team, one franchise. And so like you played for Heath High School and then you're an assistant slash coordinator for you for 12 years. Now you're the head coach. I mean, kind of talk about your journey and like why Heath High School always kind of ended up being the common denominator for you? Because it's really fascinating to me. Yeah, I mean, I just, uh, I love Heath. Uh, people that people that know me know that I bleed orange and brown, man. Um, and so growing up as a kid, I lived a stone's throw from the high school. Um, my, I can, my earliest memories of, uh, of childhood, I can remember walking over to the stadium with my dad on a Friday night and watching a football game, uh, watching guys like Charlie House, um, Nathan Schaefer, um, guys like that, Matt Calhoun, um, all these guys that came before me and, and played before me. And uh, these guys are, are people who I looked up to as a young kid when I was in elementary school, when I was in middle school, they probably had no clue who I was. And I was looking up to them um, as high school football players. And to me, they might as well have been playing for the Buckeyes. And uh, 
so I remember coming to Swank Field as a little kid and something just resonated, something stuck with me. So when I got into middle school and into high school uh, playing football, I mean, it, it was just, it was something I loved. It was uh, the thrill of going down to the field on a Friday night. Um, the guys that I played next to, everything that has to do with football. Um, coach Willoughby was a, a history teacher of mine, and he was our head coach, and, and kind of really him and I hit it off well when I was in high school. And then uh, my junior year in high school, Coach Mark Collier um, came to Heath, and he had graduated from Heath back in the 80s, but he came back as an offensive coordinator. And uh, I was primarily an offensive lineman in high school, so him and I meshed meshed real well right away and I, he became one of my lifelong friends uh, one of my best friends to this day still one of the guys that I call on a regular basis uh, definitely a father figure of mine and everything and um, so just that relationship that I formed there and then uh, obviously I went to went away to college was fortunate enough to play football at Wittenberg University uh, for Joe Fincham um, just an absolute amazing coach and another guy who just really instilled in me a love of the game of football and uh, just kind of shaped me who, who I am today. And um, so those guys, along with some of the other guys that impacted me on and off the field, Coach Klontz, um, Dave Mason at, at my church, um, Mr. Scott Brown, who's my fourth grade teacher, those guys just all shared in me um, a love for not only football, but for the city of Heath. Um, they really kind of just provided that, that male positive figure in my life uh, along with my father and so uh, uh, they say as iron sharpens iron one man sharpens another so when I had an opportunity to get out of college and uh, start coaching football I uh, asked coach Collier if he would be interested in me kind of sticking around helping out and things like that and he said absolutely and uh, about a week later I came in to meet with him and talk and all of a sudden found out I was our offensive line coach and I thought I was just going to be hanging around <laughs> Next thing, offensive line coach. Uh, so doing that, um, really loved it. It was what I did in uh, in college as far as my playing career goes and uh, played O-line. Uh, enjoyed that a lot. And then going into the season of 2007, um, our defensive coordinator had resigned and, and moved to uh, South Carolina, which opened up a teaching job in the field that I had my certification in but it also opened up a need for a defensive coordinator. So Coach Collier um, asked me if I'd be interested in moving over to the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Mr. Booth at the time uh, was our principal and athletic director. He hired me to teach here. Um, I never wanted to be anywhere else. I actually turned down five other jobs um, waiting for this one to come open because I knew I wanted to be a Bulldog. Uh, it's just something special about Heath, and uh, you can't really replace that opportunity to – go down to Swank Field on a Friday night. There's just something special about putting on the orange and brown, man. Yeah, so five other schools you turned down. I mean, where were those schools at? Do you remember now where those schools were? Yeah, so I, I to, uh, where I did my student teaching at um, was actually uh, South Vienna Middle School, which is uh, a middle school for Springfield Northeastern. And uh, I had an opportunity that I could have got a job there and could have um, coached football there and turned that down. Um, got a job offer from West Muskingum, um, turned that one down, probably would have been able to coach football there as well. Um, got a job offer from Johnstown High School um, and definitely think I could have coached there um, because Coach, 
Coach Collier, our head coach at the time, uh, he actually played in college with Coach Carter, who's still over at Johnstown. And so I got a, I got an offer teaching a middle school position there and uh, decided I didn't want to teach fourth grade, so I turned it down. <laughs> they actually called me back. We were able to move some things around. We got an eighth grade position for you. And by that time, I'd already heard that there was a chance there was a job opening up at Heath. Um, I needed a sliver of hope. And I went to uh, my wife and uh, I, I'd been married right out of college. Um, so my wife and I, and uh, I asked her, I said, I said, what do you think? Do I take one of these jobs or do I roll the dice and hope that Heath, uh, Heath hires me? And she says, well, are you going to be happy anywhere else? And I said, not a chance. She said, well, why would you take it then? And uh, so big, uh, big thank you to her. I mean, I forever indebted to her and her uh, willingness to stand by me. Uh, even at the time where we were freshly married and I didn't really have a job and she was, wasn't worried about it. So. Yeah, that, that's a, that's a great story. It really, it shows the, I get the dedication to this area and just kind of like, you just, you just wanted to be here. That's, that's pretty an awesome story. Um, so looking at your guys that you got coming back this year, you have 16 seniors returning and most of them were three year starters for you. Um, you have, Quarterback Braden Bales, receiver Connor Toomey leading the air attack. You have Kevin Dunlap returning as a junior who he injured one of his wheels last year, but now he's coming back. Um, I get, talk about those guys, some other returning guys on your offense, and then uh, what does your defense look like this year as well in 2023? Yeah, so a, a lot of people don't realize it, but uh, not only is Braden Bayless our quarterback, not only is he a three-year starter, um, he's kind of a four-year starter. He uh, His freshman year – um, was the, uh, was the year when Dane Hogue was our quarterback and, uh, Dane got hurt going into the playoffs. And so we actually threw, uh, Braden right into the mix. Uh, and he started at quarterback for three games in the playoffs, um, one, two of them as a freshman. And, uh, so that was huge. That was an opportunity for him to really grow up, um, and, and hit some of those growing pains early. Um, came in as a sophomore, had a tremendous year, uh, broke all kinds of school records as a sophomore, uh, had some really, really talented receivers and Keelan Williams and Reese Huber and uh, Mitch McClain and guys like that to throw the football to, Riley Gold out of the backfield, uh, Armani McCray, uh, guys like that, uh, just absolutely uh, outstanding sophomore year. And then last year, um, we didn't really have the depth at receiver that we did the year before. And so uh, Braden had to kind of take more of the more of the offense onto his shoulders, uh, really caused him to grow up last year. And, uh, I mean, he has put in as good of an offseason I've seen any kid since I've been here. So I'm really, really excited to see him um, continue to grow and, and take ownership of the offense this year. And then, obviously, uh, Connor Corbett at tailback and – Connor Toomey um, at receiver, some other guys uh, who are going to fit in there at receiver, uh, Kevin Dunlap being one of them. Uh, those guys are dynamic players who uh, definitely give us an opportunity to make some plays. Um, Carter Mason, uh, sophomore, started all 11 games last year at outside backer for us. He's probably going to move over, play a little bit more on the offensive side of the ball. Um, yeah, so our, our offense has is, is got a chance to be really good. we got several returners on the offensive line also uh, with Hayden Woodward and Reese Schreiner and Chase Armstead and Noah Sprague. Uh, so we got some some depth there also. But defensively is uh, is kind of my wheelhouse. I, I was the defensive coordinator here, like like you said, for 12 years and uh, and still run the defense. And uh, that that's where I expect us to 
to uh, really start off strong. Uh, we have uh, a lot of guys coming back. Dalen McIntyre uh, presents some problems for de- offenses uh, from the defensive end position. He does some things that some other people uh, don't necessarily do. You don't often see a wide receiver who plays in the slot who also plays defensive end. So he's able to kind of uh, provide some problems there. And then uh, we got Tanner Patterson and Connor Corbett and Caden Green in the middle at linebacker. Um, and then Paul Gold it should be a, a big one for us this year. Paul started every game since his freshman year. He's another senior who, uh, I mean, he started every game as a freshman um, and at outside linebacker. I think he may maybe weighed like 96 pounds and, and started every game. But last year we had to move him back to safety, uh, which is not his natural position. And we're moving him back uh, to the outside linebacker spot this year. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see these guys get after it. So a lot of people think this year could be a, a historic year for the Bulldogs with all the talent you have coming back, all the guys that you mentioned, kind of similar to that 2016 team that went 10-0. and um, So when you hear talk from maybe some other teams in the LCL, people in the community, things like that, like what are your thoughts, feelings, emotions on, uh, I, I guess, all this hype that's surrounding the Heath Bulldogs this year? Yeah, I mean, I, I welcome that. Um, first off, though, you can't talk about it you got to be about it and that's what we talk to our kids about all the time um you got to be about it you got to be willing to come put the work in every day um it's nice to have the thought of being good it's nice to have the desire to be good um it's actually a great position to have the goal to be good because not every year can you have a goal to be good or to try and win a league championship or make a run in the playoffs or anything like that um but I've always been the type of guy that I don't wear a target on my back. I wear it right on my chest. Um, and I tell our guys that all the time. We want a target on our chest. We want people to expect a good game when they play us. We want people to expect that we're going to fight the entire time. And, uh, and yeah, so we welcome that. Um, we welcome that pressure. We welcome the uh, aspirations of, of being good. And, and we've got lofty goals for ourselves. Uh, Heath High School has never been to week four of the playoffs. And so uh, we're, we're talking about that this year. It's actually right on the front of our T-shirts. We put forward there, and uh, we misspelled forward on purpose, F-O-U-R. Uh, we're looking to go to week four of the playoffs. Once we're at week four, if we happen to be fortunate enough to get there and then win that one, then we're in the final four. And at that point, you never know what might happen. Uh, so, yeah, we, we expect to be pretty good, and uh, we kind of welcome those uh, aspirations. I, I love the misspelling of forward that that's a great motto like that that's perfect right there to, to just a stamp on the front of a t-shirt that's great uh, well coach uh, I really appreciate you taking the time to join us here on shot callers uh, your team is loaded with talent coming back this year really excited to uh, see what you guys do in the LCL but uh, go get to round four in the playoffs baby that, that's the plan man I, I appreciate you guys having us having me on here and uh I'm looking forward to working with you guys all year.